Hello, and welcome to a honky-tonk episode of the Drywall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. With us today, Kyle Herbert out of Crawford, Ontario. At 23, Kyle is the youngest person to be on the Drywall Podcast thus far. This might be the reason he's so quick to speak his mind when it comes to maybe having a bad tool experience. Did you call the shop or try to get a hold of somebody? Nope. Right to Instagram. I am that guy. I don't hold back. I will go right to Instagram. Oh, you were like... Okay, you were like, God damn yeah. it, these f- tools suck. And you went like straight to Instagram. Yeah. You were like, I'm I'm switching yeah. to so, well, you're still running the Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, no, I'm not running Columbia boxes or I'm not running okay. Man, you know what? If I could paint them a different color, I, I would. Okay. Just, okay, all right. I'm Fair just too enough. lazy. Okay, so um, so instead, though, I'm going to play devil's advocate. So instead of, like, calling the company or calling CSR, but you did call CSR. Uh, you you went on to ins- yeah. you went on to Instagram and blasted. So after you went on Instagram, then CSR reached out to you? Kyle is young, but I like his energy, and we do have a good conversation. This month's episode is brought to you exclusively by Can-Am Tools. In the months of March and April, Can-Am is supporting and sponsoring the Drywall Podcast. Can-Am Tools is also celebrating 50 years of excellence as the original and leading inventor of the semi-automatic drywall finishing tool. Their line of tools is centered around the compound tube, one of the most versatile tubes on the market. If you've had a hankering for getting your hands on some of these amazing tools throughout the months of March and April, you now have a chance. These tools are going to be at a discounted price. If you go to Can-Am Tools and enter promo code TDP15, tune in next Friday for my interview with company president Wolfgang Dombrowski. The Drywall Podcast was brought to you by Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. Now you can get Fresco Harmony online at csrbuilding.com. Wondering how you can listen to more episodes? You can go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and also Podbean to listen to all of the podcasts on those various platforms. For now... From mullets to footwear, we have Kyle Herbert on the 43rd episode of the Drywall Podcast. Let's get into it. This is the face of the honky-tonk taper, the mullet and everything. What? Do you have a mullet? I do. I do. Shut the hell up, dude. Take your hat off. Let's see it. I want to see it. It's a little... It's a little messed up. It's a little no. That's right all now, long. But... That's all long, dude. That ain't no mullet. No, I had to get the sides trimmed. That's been like a good solid four and a half months, but it's got shape for the mullet. Do your tops the top cut? The, the tops long though, right? Yeah, that's supposed to get cut uh, as well as yeah. the sides. But I wanted to grow it out a bit more in the back because I got a wicked yeah. cow. You know, you know what? Now this is where so. I can brag about being a Gen Xer because mullets, no joke. When I played soccer, high school soccer, every kid on the team had a mullet. Like yeah. I came yeah. from I came from and myself included, like we all had mullets and everybody's mullet was different. And like mullets were the shit. Like no joke. Yeah, they're making a comeback. And uh a lot are they, of the, are they uh, really- Canadian Yeah. Oh, they're they're pretty big now. And a lot of the uh, Canadian hockey guys. Okay. Um like the more like the southern ontario kind of guys like close to toronto oak players okay. those kind of hockey guys they have what's what they call the flow and yeah. uh 
I don't know why it's no different than a mullet. It's basically what I have, but it's more greasy and it's disgusting looking. Okay. And it's just, yeah, they try and be cool and try to have a mullet, but they call it a flow because a flow. Okay. Know, yeah. yeah I've, heard of, I've heard of, I've heard of a Kentucky waterfall. I have no clue what the hell that is. It's like no short, clue. short on the front, and then boom, you got like party in the back. It's like business in the front, party in the okay. back. Yeah, so like a, a mullet kind of thing. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's a mullet. It's gotcha. a type of it's a type of mullet. They call it Kentucky waterfall. Honky tonk tape. Honky tonk. Honky tonk tapers should know this shit. Have you have you watched uh, yeah. Joe Dirt? Have you watched Joe Dirt? Love Joe Dirt. Okay, yeah. love it. Yeah. First and second one. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Cool. We have Kyle Herbert, Peerless Taping. We only have a couple of years to dig through here, so we're really going to have to extend the time period because Kyle yeah. is young. Like, you are young, young. And are you first generation? Uh, First generation meaning? Drywaller. Like, taper? Oh, yeah. no, I'm second generation. Yeah. You're se so your dad was a finisher? Yeah. He was a uh, boardman. Well, he he was uh, in the union for a lot of years, so he did the whole framing, installation, drywall, then finishing. Okay. And then I uh, guess he just got sick of it because union pay here is like dog shit. Really? And uh, eventually, yeah, it's terrible, disgusting. What the you hell? Get paid union? Peanuts. Yeah, exactly. Thirty-five cents a square foot compared to my. 60 sometimes 75 cents a square foot so you're getting you know, double it's... you're getting double and are you the business owner or are you working for your dad no i'm a business owner my dad is retired now your dad retired and yeah, he did retired he... about uh, about 10 years he... ago did he give you peerless taping or is that your own name and stuff he had uh peerless construction um, okay and that kind of if funded peerless taping I was like, you know what? I like the sound of that. That's kind of cool. Plus it has some kind of like sentimental value, right? Yeah. So he kind of just signed the rights to me. I had, uh, I opened up my business, got a sole, propri sole proprietary ship. Okay. And then eventually, boom, got everything else I needed. Okay. And, and you are essentially, as it pertains to the drywall podcast, you are peerless in that you're the youngest, yes. you know, you're the youngest that we've had on the show. So that's super cool. There, there was no damn podcast when I was coming up, man, 23. And I, I started in the union, but uh, there, there was no podcast. There was no internet. Uh, I mean, as far as there was internet, but there was no, uh, there was no social media at all. Yeah. You're telling me yesterday about how you were on the era of MySpace. Eventually yeah. at one point, you know, MySpace was That's like, so. MySpace was even like, uh, I never got into it. I, I think I had a profile for a little bit. Um, but then, but I didn't know how to do it. You have to understand like the inner, like all of that was like new. It was mind blowing. I was, I was pondering about it the other day. Like I remember being at Starbucks, like hanging out with a friend of mine and he was staring at his phone and I was thinking to myself, what the fuck could you possibly be doing on that thing? That's so important that you can't like hang out with us. That was like one of my, so I remember like the first experiences of people like tuning out in a group like that. Cause yeah. that never, that never existed. Now, fuck you sit around with your friends. Everybody's just looking at you, looking at their phones, you know? Oh, it pisses me off. <laughs> this is me off. We'll go out. Uh, me and some buddies. We'll, we'll go out to this place in Owen Sound <laughs> yeah. called, uh, called the Harb. Okay. And uh, it's more of, it's like, it's like a, a club kind of thing. Not really, but like it is on the weekends. Like we'll the, har like like the harbor, weekend. harbor, like the harb? As in like the harbor inn. Uh, yeah. It's a place in Owen Sound. It's uh, okay. It's a cool place, but they're always on their goddamn phones. And it's like, you know what? Yeah. We should have left the fucking phones at home because yeah. we're here to have drinks. Yeah. Get a little tipsy maybe and have some fun not so yeah. tiktok or tinder or bumble grinder even like yeah 
yeah. like it's it's annoying i hate when i see people on their phones and they're out with people yeah you know what a fun thing to do is if if your buddies are into it you you put everybody puts their phone in the center of the table maybe you've done this and then like whoever reaches for their phone first has to pay for dinner or drinks or whatever it's not like, a bad idea i kind of want to do that yeah but you see yeah. I, i'm pretty slick about it right i have an apple watch so i can just like you know, like, oh, no, that so, doesn't so count. So texting me. I can respond. No. no, no. If you have an Apple watch, you have to take it off or, uh, you know, or put it in the table, in the, in the hat, you put a yeah. hat, all the phones go in the hat and you just sit there, enjoy, enjoy yeah. dinner. And then whenever, when it's done, you can yeah. pay for your dinner or whatever. If somebody has to look at their phone, pay for a dinner. Done. Exactly. Now <laughs> there's gotta be some kind of rules though. What if it's like an absolute emergency? You're paying for fucking dinner. You threw your shit in. You know, that's, that's, uh, all right. Fair enough. I mean, if you wanted to, you could say, you know, emergencies excluded. Um, another fun thing we do, we do, uh, we do credit card, uh, where like if I go out with a bunch of oh. people, we'll throw the credit cards in yeah. a hat and like, you know, whoever has to pay that, that's a fun one. <laughs> yeah, we do that too. <laughs> Unless you lose, then it sucks. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're left with like a two hundred dollar bill. Okay, so I'm yeah, I'm gonna stray yeah, off. Yeah. I'm gonna stray off a of drywall a little bit because because uh, um, I can. It's my pot. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. And so uh, you 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 rambled off a couple of platforms. A couple of those were dating platforms, correct? Grinder, whatever. Yeah. I so yeah. since I, I also uh, dropped to you that I met a girl on. Uh, uh, match.com which was i believe yeah. stop me if i'm wrong the first dating platform i think there was match.com and then there was eHarmony. like those were very early on yeah. and that's how and i then, got to and then christian mingle stay away from christian that mingle? there's like a farmer one too <laughs> stay oh, <away> I know. <laughs> so no thanks yeah. <laughs> um but like uh like yeah that's how i got to albuquerque was i met a girl on match.com and uh you know we hit it off and you know that's how i got down from colorado to albuquerque originally since then though i have not been on i've been married for eight years together with my wife for 11 so I know that the the dating apps have really evolved, but I have not partaken. So is that something yeah. from from a younger age? I mean, is that something that you partake in? Uh, do you have a girlfriend? Absolutely. You do. I do. And do all the yeah. do all the younger generations? Is that like the route they go? It's just easier. I can go if I'm looking for romance. I can go here. If I just want to hook up, I can go here. See, that's the thing, though. In today's day and age, there is no, like, romance anymore. And if there is, it's, but, like, it's very, like, very rare. You'll find any kind of romance. I think I've picked a good one, right? Because pretty much all Tinder and Bumble is these days is just a fuck. That's it. Okay. Okay. So those are hookups. Like, which yeah, which but, one do, uh, you, do, do you, you're saying that you found romance or you found somebody that, or or a platform that you like. Yeah. What are you saying? What are you saying? You you have uh, a platform. Which yeah, platform? I was, uh, yeah, Tinder. Tinder. Okay, that's your yeah, was, go. Yeah, that's I your go to. Yeah, um, and then like one day I kind of just swipe in. I was in my buddy's house. Actually, I was bored in his garage. Okay. And um, I was like, I'm gonna hop on Tinder. Sure as okay. shit, right then and there. I'm like, hey, she's kind of cute. She lives like 15 minutes away. Done. Hey, come on over and bring beer, why don't you? Boom. Since then, every weekend, hanging out. And, you know, eventually when you hang out with someone for too long, you kind of fall in love with them. And now here we are. Now we have a house together. How how yeah. long how long have you guys been hanging out? Uh, going on two years now. Oh, okay. So like a little two while. Two years together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You going to ask her? You going to ask her to marry or is that like too soon? Dude, I'm only 23, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get seven. So I might have to hurry up. Ooh, nice, nice. And are you yeah. still on the dating platform, or she? She was like, "No, you can't be on the dating platform." No, no, no. It, you okay. know, she didn't say anything. It's one of those things that after a few months, you're like, "Ah, you know what? Out of yeah. respect, let's just." Yeah. Yeah. Is that something you guys you guys made a combined commitment to? Did you talk about it, or was it like just sort of un, unsaid? Um, kind of unsaid. I think it got to the point where, like, since we're seeing each other exclusively every single weekend, and I was spending weekends there, okay, and then kind of making her a higher priority than my friends instead. It kind of got to the point where I was like, you know what? Okay, we're kind of serious. Let's just yeah make it a thing. And then right. we met in uh, June, and then by October, everything was said and done. Boom, together, and then yeah. Beautiful. So, 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 so it does, it, it does Love work, story. but that, that is, that yeah. is, that's common. It, that, that didn't exist in my, when I, you yeah. know, in my dating world, you had to be awkward and you had to, you know, that has its own merit too, but it's a big pain in the ass. I mean, certainly online dating would be a lot easier, you know? Yeah, it, uh, it definitely is. It, they make it kind of easy for you because, uh, oh boy, I got to think back to, how tinder works yeah, you, gotta, like, you gotta think back the, like like two years dude yeah that's like yesterday yeah. for me man <laughs> oh, like a, they narrow it down to like what your interests are right? yeah yeah and then right you can pinpoint like height even of the person right. you're looking for so you can you're basically building your own fucking your own character that you want to find right yeah that's, yeah yeah. They make it pretty specific these days. So you are close to Owen Sound, and we just had Drywall Podcast with Meg Robertson of Meg's Drywall. She's yes. in Owen Sound. Sounds like a beautiful place. Um, it is. Cold, right? Pretty cold yes. right now. Owen Sound. Oh, yeah. Right now, it says it's zero degrees Celsius, but I think it feels like minus 15. Okay, it's cold. So it's it's oh yeah it's uh, it's a shiver, um, but yeah Owen Sound it's it's not a bad place they call it the asshole of Ontario. Interesting. And the only reason why they call it they call it that because no matter which way you go into Owen Sound you have to go down the hill. Okay. So doesn't matter if you're heading south into Owen Sound, north, east, or west, you're going down a hill into the uh, asshole. All all cheeks lead to the asshole. Now I talked to yeah. Meg. She sounds like she has a pretty cool crew. She's got girls working for her. She's got guys working for her. Sounds yeah. like a a good time. You know, she's got like six people. They yeah. sub out some stuff. You know, um, yeah. she th- she is like very polite and uh, and nice. So what happened was the homeowner reached out to to um, someone that I've done some work for some some nice detail work for. Okay. Um, he was like, "Hey, just want to know are you are you in like the Meaford area?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm within an hour or so." I was up. He was like, "Well, do you want to go take a look at this job?" He didn't tell me who had done it previously. He just says that um, okay. the homeowner wasn't happy because they started the project in in December, like before Christmas, well before Christmas. Okay, and it hasn't been completed. Okay, it's gone to the point now where there are other trades going on. So that's a good strategy too. you know, they'll like go in, throw up, throw up 40 sheets and be like, okay, we've claimed our stake and then like fucking bail and go do other work, you know, get, collect that first draw bail, go do other work. They're way overextended and they don't get back to the fucking house. And you're sitting there like, when are you going to fucking come finish this shit, dude? You started it like a month ago. This is ridiculous. So now my philosophy yeah. around that, and this is a good conversation. My philosophy around that is one job at a fucking time. I think if you're running around spinning your wheels, you end up making the same amount of money anyways. You're just pissing people off. Whereas I've got one yeah. guy, he's on a huge job right now. It's going to take him a month and a half. But you know what? We're still going to do it faster than somebody you know, starting the job pulling off for a month and then coming back with like five guys and blowing it out in a week. It's the same time frame, 
We're not spinning our wheels. My guys gets to go up there every day. I'm booking out into the future. And to me, that's just a better way to do it. If I, if you have one guy and it seems like it it would be easier to get extended, maybe if I had a larger crew, you know, because then, then I'm dealing with scheduling too and shit like that. So that gets tricky. Yeah. I've definitely taken on quite a few jobs more than I would ever want to again. Um, when I was doing subdivision work, um, at the time I wasn't living in this house. I was actually living about an hour and a half away from the job site. Um, so for anybody that is, that listens, that is in Southern Ontario, I'm sure they know what Port Elgin is. It's a a beautiful lakeside town. Um, so I started doing work in, in Port Elgin, and I lived in a town called Listowel. And that's about an hour and a half away, about an hour and a half uh, drive one way. Okay. So I was like, <clears> you know <throat> what? If I'm driving an hour and a half every day, I want to do as much as I possibly can in a day. So it got to the point where I was, you know, I was working in subdivision. I was like, you know what? I want two houses at the same time. Thankfully, these houses were between forty-five to six thousand board feet, including okay. the garage. Okay. Nine foot ceilings and beautiful. No finished basement. Usually bungalows. Super duper easy. I was doing two of them at a time, and I think the turnaround was between eight to ten days. Okay. Doing that all summer long with the summer heat just burnt me right out, and I couldn't do it again. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. If you do two jobs at once at the same time, it's great if they're right next to each other, right? <laughs> right. Like you have a house here, <laughs> you got to drive all the way over there to go. Do yeah. That. It's like, why would you do that? It's just, it's not smart. That's how you. That's how you do overexert yourself, and that's how yeah. you burn out a whole lot quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Even patching too. I'll go around and do patching, but I try to, I try to design it so they're in the same sort of proximity. You know, as a, cause yeah. I'm just, I'm pretty much lining them up and he knocks them down. So, you know, that's kind of, we have a good partnership. I talk to the client about color, you know, cause we're just doing fresco. Yeah. So we talk about color. I do a lot of that, what I call damage control. I'm dealing with the client or maybe they, yeah. they don't like a wall. Something needs to look different or there's a patch over here, whatever, or I'm doing bids. So after this interview, I got to drive out and do measurements uh, on a house, you know, so I'm doing that kind of stuff, selling product Yeah. and Jack's up there, you know, cause Just I, you know, away. yeah, if I'm doing that, then I'm not, d- d- then I'm not doing this. So also like realizing my, I used to do that, but you know, now I don't have the time. So like yeah. figuring, figuring out that balance, man, that's really hard. And so you're, it's yeah. just, it's just you. Do you have any helpers? Nope. Just me, myself and I. Okay. All right. And that's fine. When yeah. you're, when you're younger too, you have more energy. You can, you can tackle it harder. I remember when I was yep. 23, I could go hard like all day. Um, oh, yeah. And so uh, when you go to do a house, um, are you running the tools and all that stuff? Are you a hand finisher? Um, I am what people up here called a wet taper. That is okay. slot box, ship box, nice all that kind of stuff. We use the. Yeah. It's my favorite. Your dad? Method. It's my favorite. Did your dad? Did your dad do it that way? Yep. Oh, cool. You might be our oh, first yeah. slot oh, yeah. box guy too. Yep. Like I, I have three bazookas. They're all sitting in in the tool in the tool chest right now. Dude, bust I don't that, even touch them. Bust that fucking baz- one of those bazookas out and start messing with it, dude. I, I challenge you. I, you know I've, what? For, I've tried it a few times. For no other reason that they're fun. Once you learn how, and there's a learning curve. They're, they're a bitch. You got to get past yeah. that. Once you learn how, they're a lot of fun. Like it, when you get good oh, at the yeah. bazooka, man, I've, it's like you pull that thing out. And bzzz, you're just flying around and it's, oh, a, yeah. lot of, it's a lot of fun. They're flying. <laughs> but uh, but you're, you, got used to, just... you got used to using a slot box. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, Crazy. Because I'm on stilts all the time. I Okay. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's super easy for me. You set up your, your baker scaffold, you got a bucket of water, you got your yep. bucket of mud, which is basically water at this point because it's so loose. Yeah. And you got yeah. your shit box. Yep. And 
up there. All you need you, is just. Do you have one water, of those tools? Do you have one of those it. tools that pokes the mud down into the bucket and then you just like reel it out? You, oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, the Columbia tape puller. Yeah. They, they call that a. What do they call that? A tape puller. Tape puller <laughs> or super okay. taper. Something like that. Okay. Interesting. All, you know, so many names. And yeah. you, use a, you use a Columbia for, like for doing that. Yeah. Do do other companies have yeah. uh do do other companies have tape pullers? If you can find a circle brand one, hold on to it because you'll never find another one ever again. Because like circle brand doesn't make those kind of tools anymore. Not okay. that I know of. Like I've got some old ass tools. Like do you remember yeah. better than ever? Yeah, I still have some of their stuff too. No, I, who, some... I was just talking. No, I was just talking with uh with a uh, Mills. He's his interview will drop before this one, but he was he was talking about the better than ever tools, and I thought it was a funny name. Yeah. So we were we were joking about it. I was like, yeah. better than ever. That's ridiculous, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's a thing. Oh yeah, I was, yeah, because I think they were one of the first few to come out with uh, like corner applicators. Okay. Um, whether that be like corner bead or inside corner applicators, applicators. Right, I think they were like right. the first company to do that. And I thought, like, that's the coolest shit ever. I like right. that. And right. um, I don't know, I kind of stuck. And I've got some old ass, better than ever, and circle brand flushers. Okay. Uh, fuck, there's a, I have an inch and a half one, which, like, why do I need an inch and a half flusher? Okay. Just and is Columbia, is Columbia the only t the only company making the 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 mud puller tape puller <laughs> um i think so i i, pardon, I, I, I honestly pardon pardon me pardon my ignorance uh the, those you know and here's what's funny about those two is like like i make fun of it because i never learned that way and i never ran it that way so you know but yeah. i've seen dudes now it seems like that system is faster than the banjo. Like, cause I'll make fun of the banjo too. I've ran a banjo, you know, and I've, I've wiped yeah. behind guys running banjos that are fast as shit, you know? And it's yeah. like, Hey, we're all working hourly, whatever, man. You don't want to run the bazooka. I don't care, you know, but uh, I've never ran yeah. behind one of those, but those, like when you see guys doing it proper are seem like they're really fast. Plus you've got one long string of tape, you know, where you can yeah. do all your, all your seams and you can do a lot of seams. I mean, you can bust more than a tube, oh, a, yeah. a, a bazooka tube for sure. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. I think my longest, let's see. I'm trying to think of how much tape I've pulled. I'm pretty sure I did like a 500 roll. Can you do it? Like, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've pulled, I want to say maybe half of that. So okay. 250 feet of tape. Okay. And one box. Now that thing was heavy as shit. But I <laughs> put some tough tape around it. I'm like, no, I'm determined. Actually, it was it was a house that I did with. Do you uh, have a buddy Do you have mine. a Do you have a picture of you with the box, like in with mud all over you, that you could send me for like the promo shot? If I can find one, I'll definitely send it to you. And um, your Tinder, and your I Tinder, pro, and your Tinder profile picture. Like I want both of us. <laughs> oh, I gotta download Tinder again. Shit. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I'll go download again. We'll see if I can do it. I'll, I'll sneaky. Okay, so you uh, have so yeah, walk so, me walk me through it. You have a mud box. So you had like a like what type of mud do you use? Uh, we use just regular. So for us, it's a, it's a little different than you guys. We don't have the whole USG plus three, all kind of stuff. We have That's fine. the same company kind of thing. It's just CDC. So instead of, okay. um, United States gypsum, it's, you know, it's CGC, right? So it's yeah. a Canadian gypsum company. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Right. Yeah. Um, except for us, we go by the color of the box green. Uh, that's for taping, but no one really uses it because it's annoying right. to work with. There's so much glue in it. Okay. Like that, that will glue your asshole shut. Okay. Um, we use red box for taping or all purpose okay. stuff, which yeah, red's just all purpose for everything and orange. When I was up at the CSR for, for the black Friday event, I used a yellow box. 
I think it was CGC. Was it like an orangey yellow or maybe it, maybe oh, it was that would have been certain certainteed. Okay, yeah, certainteed. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I noticed when I ran the Fresco Harmony with that mud, the the way the sealer reacted to the mud created much more movement right. than the USG. So that mud create, which is weird to me. I figured mud's mud, right? But when you when you seal it yeah. with the Fresco Harmony, it created like way more movement, which a lot of people like. Um, and I was like, oh, that's right. really cool. I said this in my head because it doesn't matter. Like as long as it looks consistent. But when I was up there, I noticed that right away. I was like, wow, this mud really like shows off the design. I thought that was really cool. Um, but back yeah, to the- our, our mud brands are weird. Back to the mud box. So you use an empty mud box to put your tape into after it's run through the, the yeah. machine. Okay. Yes. And you can fit about 250 feet of tape into that mud box. Yeah, roughly. You squish it down a little bit. You yeah. squish it down. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, and do you wear, do you wear gloves? You can, you can bucket. No, are you kidding me? These are man's hands. Yeah, I don't wear gloves. No, <laughs> okay. these are not. These, these are not no doctor's hands. These are delicate. These are delicate instruments. <laughs> you got some delicate phalanges. These are man hands. Well, I play the guitar, um, but uh, I wear the uh, the knit the knit gloves. I was always just a mug guy, uh, glove guy. Sorry. Um, yeah. I, I guess uh, I, I guess like from it. the start. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? But yeah, a lot of the dudes that run the banjo, they like the tactile, the feel the mud. But I know it does dry out your yeah. hands. It's pretty hard on your hands. When you get older, you'll understand. But like, you know, yeah. all that all that shit takes its toll. But uh there's a lot of people that don't that don't wear gloves. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more of like a, a texture thing inside the glove. I don't know. I like to know that there is yeah. mud on the tape and I don't know, it's just Yeah. Oh, it's as simple. It's as simple as just washing your hands, right? It's a water-based product. It's yeah. not going to kill you if you leave it on there for a little longer. Mm-hmm. Gloves, yeah. I get it. If you if you're working with stuff like Fibafuse, okay, maybe I will. Depends on how much I am using it. Yeah, yeah. I have a story about. Have you do, do you use Fibafuse? I do on like old school lash and plaster patches. Okay, yeah, it works That's great it. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you use? Do you run it with Quickset or regular? Uh, both. Both. Okay. Uh, um, I was doing a patch. I've done this twice now too, to my own idiocracy. But like, I was doing a patch, and and maybe somebody can chime in if they're listening to the show and they've done this before, or if you've done it, it's quite humorous. But like, you know, like if I'm on a job, I'm on somebody's house. Sometimes you like put little pieces of garbage in your pocket. So I took a little yeah. piece of Fibafuse, put it in my back pocket. Maybe about four days later, I'm wearing those pants and I'm like, why the fuck's my ass itching? <laughs> you know? Oh, no. Yeah, no that little, that. Dude, those, that shit will get into the fibers. And I mean, I'll have to wash my pants like 10 times to get that shit out of there because the fiberglass yeah. like itches your ass or what wherever you put that oh yeah wherever you put that little chunk of fiber fuse in your pocket do not put that stuff in your pocket ever like because it'll just ruin your pants no. <laughs> that's why you have designated work pants there you go problem solved yeah i mean these were these were maybe they weren't maybe they because the, i'm like i used to wear whites like dickies that were more hardy and then uh yeah. when i when i did when i worked every day now i'm more of jeans like i wear jeans so they're not as heavy duty you know the pockets yeah i'm a sweatpants and jeans kind of guy typical drywaller yeah sweatpants, sweatpants. and jeans Blue okay best. sure yeah. and do do you wear somebody was posting uh who was it okay might have no it was kayla she was asking if yeah. if you wore tennis shoes boots or, or boots or shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes it depends on, on how I'm feeling, like the job I'm doing right now. Um, I'm wearing just casual runners because I'm going up and down the stairs. The okay. person lives in the house. I don't want to track much. Just easy on, easy off kind of thing. Uh, okay. But on a job site, because I don't want to get 
any shit from anybody just play on the safe side i'll wear boots just because like it i don't want to get in shit um so i will wear boots on like an actual job site okay yeah. yeah yeah in the union it's required but uh i went through like a crocs phase where i wore like those rubber crocs for a long time total yep. prima donna it's actually what i'm wearing right now but uh my my current wife she's a fashionista she makes fun of them like something fierce so i can't i can't wear those anymore but uh i my theory was like if i'm always monkeying around on scaffold and shit like that like boots catch like the big heavy soles on the yeah. boots i always found them cantankerous to get around on scaffold and like my mobility and stuff i always like shoes better like running shoes or, or, uh, you know, because just because I, I yeah. found that, you know, you know what I mean? You're up two two stories on a, on a pair, on a double parry or something and you're monkeying around. It's like, I don't want that boot catching, man. It makes me nervous. Yeah. It's definitely also, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. They don't fit as nicely into the stilts, uh, shoe also I've found. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like with my boots. So I, I am that guy that wears very expensive boots because, you know, I'm, I'm paying to wear something comfortable, right? Yeah. And so I went with Red Wings. And the second I got on my stilts wearing those things, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I just couldn't, spent $400 on a couldn't pair of strap. boots. <laughs> I couldn't feel the straps. I'm walking around like, is my strap really on in there? And then um, right. it was just, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. So I, every time I go oh, on stilts, man. I wear... Uh, are runners now but yeah yeah you know sometimes i'll sometimes i'll just suck it up yeah, and again that's the tactile like the feeling when you're wearing your stilts you almost want to feel that yeah. shoe that shoe you know that platform underneath your yeah. shoe you know so that you have better better mobility you know yeah. and then so uh okay cool so after you after you run the slot box uh you then you then you go to the tools you have box tools and stuff like that or do you run it by hand yes okay. uh depends on what i'm doing i'll always do my beads and butts by hand almost okay. always um uh, because you know that's the way i was taught but um well to skim at least right so my first coat on beads i'll do by hand if i can do a second coat with a box then i will uh, oh okay but sometimes i can't sometimes i can't uh depends on the beads uh my butts same thing i'll do two okay. coats and then i'll skin by hand okay um but for the most part i am by hand i don't believe in nail spotters i've used okay. them a few times not a huge fan um but why how I, come I do around boxes just because it leaves that fat you know it what? leaves more mud than necessary yeah yeah yeah, and like I sand, I, I still I pull sand. I'm that guy who still pulls sands. Yeah. So have you tried? Have you tried okay. a uh, what type of pull sand? Do you use like the Black Widow or anything like that? No, I use the uh, Columbia uh, pull sander with uh, Circle Brand or you like I believe, you like I believe it's you like Saya Columbia Saya. stuff. You like the Columbia stuff? No. 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 What? Why no. the hell do you use it? It's just they have. <laughs> I was, hey, gonna man, say, look, I, I was I gonna say, dude, I could probably get you a shirt. Time. I could probably get you a shirt, but like, screw it, not now, man. Aaron's gonna be like, fuck that guy. No, no, I already have a Columbia shirt because of oh, all right of uh, some some bullshit I was saying about Columbia and CSR. Oh, um, that's right. We were gonna talk about that yeah. too. I love it, dude. We're gonna stir up all kinds of shit. Meg's gonna be calling me, being like, dude, that guy. <laughs> Who is oh, that uh, guy? Yeah, who is that guy? I don't even know that guy. Twenty-three year old. What does he know? Yeah. <laughs> so so okay. So Columbia, but you. Uh, I mean, you have your choice, dude. You can use different types of boxes. Yeah. You w yeah. you use the Columbia. Let me get this straight. You use the Columbia, but you don't like the Columbia. Am I getting it right? Look, I, I'm not bashing Columbia in any way possible. Yeah, actually, speak freely, I, man. I, actually, yes, I will. Well, like I, I, I don't like their boxes. I don't like their customer support, and I don't like any of their okay. tools whatsoever. The tape puller and the sanding pole 
and they're flushers. That's it because their flushers are cheap as shit. Seventy five bucks for a two and a half inch. You chip okay. it, throw it away, go get a new one. Okay, right? and you like the are, wait? You like the flusher yeah. versus the glazer? Yes, because if uh, when we're when we wet tape, you don't really roll it because when you're just slapping the tape up, your fingers are pretty much a roller. You kind of all right corner okay it's a messy time it's it's fun yeah but uh, that's why i want that's why i want a picture of you in full battle with like your mud box and like just head to toe with mud like that's the picture i want um okay so well you're saving a little bit of time to not run in the roller you're saving that step with the slot box so that's interesting i never knew that yeah okay but with uh, a glazer or angle head if it catches the tape in the three-way, it rips it right off. It rips the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and there's more chances of the tape ripping because of the blades on it or even the nose um, on on the glazer. It'll just pull the tape right off. Okay, because your tape, your tape is sitting there saturated in a box for 20 minutes. It's wet. Yeah, it's soaking wet. Yeah. And then with a flusher, it just, just slides. Just easy peasy okay and you leaves no mess in the three ways it's super okay. easy to clean them out have you tried uh have you tried or considered the three-way uh with royce and steve like the new three-way paper corner that those guys are busting out i i've seen it uh, i've seen christy slade talk about it and use it a handful of times in like basements and stuff yeah i think for like like an upcoming finisher or like a DIY finisher, small time finisher kind of great. Fantastic okay. for you guys because the three ways are the hardest things to do sometimes. Okay. For me, it's just, it's a whole lot easier for me to just go ahead and do the three, do, do my three ways by hand. It's just easier that way sure, for me. Sure. Because have you, wait, have you listened to the, still. have you listened to the three way uh, interview, the podcast? I was actually, I started listening to it. I was started okay. listening to it on my way back to my house. It's interesting. And then I got a call, so I got kind of yeah. It is. Yeah, Royce is he's, he's an old school. He's an old school guy. Well, careful what you wish for, buddy, because uh, each participant of the Drywall Podcast is going to get a swag bucket from CSR, and I think we're going to throw a okay. little a little five packet of three ways in there. Except for you, Kyle, you're probably not going to get a swag bucket. <laughs> Because <laughs> hey, no, no, it's fine. This has to be a different bucket. <laughs> as long as it's like a Home Depot or a Lowe's, bucket, you know, what? I'll sneak you one. I'll sneak you one when I'm there. Like I'll put together a little swag bucket and like set it aside or something. I'll set it outside the back door. You can you can drive by and like just grab it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? We'll do that. So okay, <laughs> all right, all right. So you have, you know, hey, not everybody has the same story about CSR. They're big supporters of Fresco Harmony. I love them. Brad's an awesome guy. But you had a, uh, you had kind of a, a difficult experience or something there. What? Tell us about that. Yeah. And you wait. You uh, go. Do you go to CS? Do you go to CSR? Couple couple questions here. Do you go to CSR? Do you order stuff from CSR online? Cause they also have that option, which is pretty efficient, but then also there's other shops in the area. Do you now just go to a different yeah. shop? So tell me, tell me, tell so me what happened I, and then tell me like how you get your tools now. So, well, I'll just answer the questions first cause it's a bit of a lengthy story. So what I, I used to go to CSR because it was quite convenient because their location at Concord, it was okay. maybe 20 minutes away from me from where I lived at the time. Okay. So just hop on the road, on the highway, and off I went. Right? Boom, I was there. Okay. And I have ordered from them a couple times. Uh, okay. Just, you know, a bunch of sponges, that's it. Sure. Uh, and then I did order a flat box from them. This is where okay. everything went sour with okay. CSR. Okay. Now, I, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> name names because, frankly, I don't remember names. I don't okay. care enough to remember the names. But, uh, <laughs> I'm not, wait, I'm not, I'm not going to name names because I can't. I can't remember their fucking names. <laughs> Zach is from Can-Am. Zach's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 
I ordered a box from CSR. It was a 10-inch Columbia box, right? Okay. I was super excited because at the time, it was, you know, Drywall Masters. And I was like, you know what? Any upgrade's a good upgrade. Yeah. And so I went to go run it, and it was doing just fine. And I did the whole traveling bar calibration, that kind of stuff, where, like, I'm not sure if you knew about this, but if you tape your traveling bar a shit ton when it's set on zero, it has that nice curve in it. Fantastic. Okay. Did it to that. I've done it to all my boxes. It's always ran perfect. And then eventually with the Columbia box, it just wasn't running so well. And I really desperately needed it. What was going on? So I was like, you know what? What, what was going on with the Columbia just, box? It was leaving, like, I would I was eating it on, on butt joints, and it would leave it hollow, right? Like, it would leave one side of tape hollow. Okay. Right? Like, there'd be, like, gaps and shit, right? All right, all right. And I'm not sure... I'll find a picture of it and I'll send it to you. And it's not just me who's had these issues with Columbia boxes. There've been a few other tapers um, who have had the same issue. Okay. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this man. Like I'm pissed off. These guys say they're the best in the biz. Yeah. But did you, did you you like call, did you, did you call the shop or try to get a hold of somebody? Nope. Right. Instagram. I am that guy. I don't hold back. I will go right to Instagram. Oh, you were like, okay. You were like, God damn it. These tools suck. And you went like straight to Instagram. You were like, I'm, I'm switching to, well, you're still running the club. Right. Okay. No, I'm not running Columbia boxes or I'm not running. Man, you know what? If I could paint them a different color, I I would. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay, so um, so instead, though, but, I'm going to play devil's advocate. So instead of, like, calling the company or calling CSR, but you did call CSR, uh, you you went on to in, yeah. you went on to Instagram and blasted. So after you went on Instagram, then CSR reached out to you? Yes. They said, hey, you know, give us your tracking number, all that kind of stuff, and your order number. Okay. Uh, and uh, we'll call you, get this figured out. I'm like, you know what? Fine. Okay. Maybe cool. I was I took the wrong approach here, right? Own up to it, hundred percent. Okay, cool. And then I get a call, and the guy was like, "Hey, man, you know, you're not the first person to have these issues with the boxes." And uh, I'm thinking to myself, like, why wouldn't you guys fucking say something or do something, have a recall in these boxes if people are obviously complaining about them? Yeah, right. Like, I get it. CSR is just a distributor, but as a distributor, have a have a uh, like a callback kind of thing or a recall for these boxes for being messed up. Anyways. Yeah. So there was no recall, no nothing. They said, Hey, you know what? Bring it back. And, um, with all the information, we'll give you a refund. Okay. And a new box from a brand of your choice. I was like, you know what? Maybe I did take the wrong approach. Shut I the publicly front apologize door. on Instagram. Yeah. So I publicly apologized to uh, to CSR, all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, okay. And, and then the next day I go there with the box. I was like, hey, you know, I just want to let you know that, you know, I guess I got a call from one of you guys saying that I could bring back my box to have these issues and I would get a refund on top of a new box. Sure. And at the time I asked for a level five 10 inch box because um, level five seemed pretty good. Right, they got some cool stuff. I want to try them because they're budget friendly. Whatever. Yeah. Gives me the box, and I was like, "Oh, so what my refund?" He was like, "No, it's either you get the refund or you get the box." I'm like, "Well, I was told I'm getting the box and the refund." Which, so which, like which money. sounds that sounds a little crazy. Not like when you say it, it's like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe you yeah. misunderstood. Maybe they misspoke. There was a misunderstanding yeah. at, at any rate. It was like, yeah, generally you get your refund or you get a new box, whatever you want. You want to try the yeah. level five, we'll give you a level five or whatever. Yeah. But you were pissed. No, after, you were, you were pissed after that. You were like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is not what I want to deal with at six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning on a goddamn fucking Wednesday. Okay. I got okay. stuff to do. Right. <laughs> And uh, yeah. so I'm like, you know what, fine, whatever. So I take my, my tennis level five box and I walk out with the Columbia as well. I've got two boxes in my hand, okay? First thing I did, Instagram, level five, level five uh, no. sale, 400 bucks, <laughs> right? 
put it on kijiji <laughs> put it on facebook marketplace boom okay within like three hours both boxes were sold i'm like you know what so one of my books didn't need them anyways you were like i need to start selling tools <laughs> yeah like, God, this, is, this is a great like side gig you know just <laughs> complain about uh, a tool being wrong uh, being all messed up all right going, well yeah, no, it sounds sounds interesting. But so so you're so what boxes are you running now? Right now, I'm currently running North Star. North Star. So yeah, that's I, like I that, switched. That. So I've switched to the green team. You went. You went full Cadillac. Yeah. 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 And you don't I, mind paying? I'm very you, happy with it. You're happy with it. You don't mind paying a little extra. Where you get? Where did you get the North Star from? And are you still ordering stuff from CSR online? So I, uh, no, I don't order from CSR at all anymore. Okay. Uh, when I was doing a job with a buddy of mine, I kind of just sent him to go to CSR instead of me. <laughs> so technically I was still getting stuff from CSR, but I that... wasn't actually going in there and paying for it. There's a picture of you. You go into CSR, there's a picture of Kyle like on the wall, like do not sell, do not yeah, sell to this yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do not sell. Do not sell to the honky tonk. This guy, don't, the honky tonk, he could take his honky yeah. tonk ass right out of here. <laughs> uh, exactly. That's like, fuck that's this guy. Uh, but yeah, so my North Star boxes, I got extremely lucky uh, because when I got them, I was, uh, I forgot when I got them. I, I, oh, it was in August. I was going to go see my boy Dennis at Travel Tool Source. You know, kind of just picking up some some stuff before gearing up for this big ass job that we're doing. Okay. And uh, I took a peek over in the corner. I'm like, "Hey, whose uh, North Star boxes are those?" Right? He's like, "Oh, this guy came in, wanted to sell them. No one's, you know, really piqued an interest." I'm like, "You know what? I'll fucking take them. How much do you yeah. want?" And I think for the 10 inch and the 12 inch, I paid like 600 bucks. Oh, okay for those two still the 12 inch didn't have uh yeah it just didn't have shoes or wheels on it on the 12 inch but other than that it was they were both in immaculate pristine uh condition okay fantastic yeah cool and uh, now they're kind of just sitting in in my uh storage room now kind of just telling me and you 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 haven't used them yet uh, no, I've used them. I've just I keep them very, very clean, very tidy, you and away clean. from everything because I yeah. I just want to keep those in perfect condition. They're your babies. So, if you take care of your tools, yeah, take care yeah. of your tools. will take care of you. Absolutely. I mean, outside of the slot box, are you a pretty clean taper? Do you keep your shit really clean? Oh fuck no. No, you're oh, messy. God, no. Okay. No, actually, uh, I think. <laughs> There's, I'm trying. Oh yeah, I'll show you actually. That's my pump. Nice. Never cleaned. Yeah, this doesn't even come off anymore. Were you the one so, that was no, just? I, were you the one that was just post? No, it was. Uh, it was Sean Ramsden with Brawley's dad. He was posting about like keeping his pump like like messy as shit. But it doesn't matter because if you keep like water on the top or something, or you know, if you keep. If you keep it like submerged or some weird thing, it like never gets like messy yeah. on the inside or something. Yeah, I usually stick it in the bucket of water. I'm not done with it. Okay. But uh, let's see what. Yeah, and uh, Brad Hanna, he is the exact same way. What well, he's a, is, shut and, up. And he's, he yeah he's he, messy. He is Brad's messy. Oh, dude, I'm bringing that. Oh, yeah. I, 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 we, I have a live interview with Brad Hanna this Friday at CSR. I'm going to be talking to all oh, those shit. guys. Bet you, you better believe it, dude. Those guys are going to like know about yeah. Kyle. <laughs> Brad, Brad knows of me. We've chatted a few times. Okay. Uh, I've done a lot of work with uh, with his old partner, uh, okay. Wes Henry, Mud Masters. Okay. So, okay. so, yeah, Brad knows, knows of me. And maybe, you know what, maybe we could bury the hatchet and, uh, you know, uh, whatever, you know, uh, yeah. we're, we're all drywallers, man. At the end of the day, uh, we're, we all have the sort of the same goal. You know, I've, I've had, have you listened to the interviews with Aaron and, uh, uh from Columbia, the Columbia tools interviews? No, not yet. Okay. Not Those yet, are, no. they're, they're pretty, 
they're pretty good. They're pretty good. How many interviews have you listened to? Uh, I'll have to go back and look, but I, I listened to the platformer one. That one oh, okay. I liked a lot. That dude, yeah. he, he's cool shit. Yeah. Um, let's see. <clears throat> I started listening to the three-way one. Um, that one's pretty good. Oh, the audio's yeah. a, the audio's a yeah. little weird, but like, but Royce is like he's a he's a he's like old school guy, you know. Like he was making yeah. those three ways. Yeah. He was making those three ways in his living room, you know, like because he yeah. he, he felt like it'd save a bunch of time. He's he claims. Yeah, you know, I definitely see it. He claims it'll shave twenty five percent off your job, like. Like you go around, you do all your, all your angles and leave your tape short. You know, you can leave your tape like short from the angle. Cause you're, then yeah. you go back, you glaze it all, whatever, let it, or uh, flush it all. You would flush it all, let it all dry. And then you can take your time, yeah. go back in and put in these three ways, you know, la di da. Yeah. It's pretty, it's a, it's a different system for, for sure. Is the amount of money you're spending worth the amount of time you're saving though? If you're considering 25%, like that is a high number. That's, that's yeah. the part. That's the part where I was like, really, you're saving that much time. But they made some good points about like, well, you don't have to pick that corner out three times, you know, um, once you hit it, yeah. it's done, it's done, you know? So that's an interesting, just like, with the mud with the slot box you don't have to roll your corners that's one advantage there's like you know yeah. people don't, people don't consider all of the advantages and then my challenge for anyone interested is like well get a package of five or 25 and try it like you don't know until yeah. <laughs> until you actually use the damn thing you know um exactly. just like for for anybody that's never ran a slot box like well you can make fun of it all you want but unless you've ran it you don't know how fast it is you know exactly. and how like you know and how different I, it is i'm willing to race anybody anybody okay with Me a bazooka box, then bazooka banjo don't care Oh, dude, I crush, I crush you with a bazooka. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see you hop up the stilts, find some some nice houses. Okay. Let's let's get it done. Okay. And because, see this uh, this leads I've... into we that wouldn't that be fun to do? Um, uh, we I was talking with Meg about like, you know, wouldn't it be cool to have a house and like invite a bunch of finishers to come finish like you know a lot of square footage, a bunch of different finishers, man. People could race, oh, yeah. you know, whatever. Everybody could flex their drywall skills, you know, and all that stuff. It'd be really cool. Oh yeah. Like Chris yeah. and I, we, we've been trying so hard to like plan a race because he is all auto and I'm like kind of sort of auto, semi-auto. I don't, I don't use many tools, right? Yeah. Um, Curtis Fox. He's like bazooka. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's like bazooka, angle head, boxes, yeah. nail yeah. spotter. Yeah. Right? And I'm just like, dude. Just because yeah. I gotta spend an hour pre-filling everything but sand flats doesn't mean I'm not gonna be any faster. Do you use like do you use like the hopper, the corner bead hopper, or like the semi-automatic tools for applying mud at all? Like do you use any of that like no. like can am no. shit? Okay. No. All right. I, I do have can am tools, um, just the tube and the inside corner applicator. Okay. That's it, really. All right. Uh pearl of wisdom that you could bestow upon the drywall community um put it on a billboard what would you say to your fellow finishers and boardmen uh sheetrockers in the industry oh there's a lot that i could say oh fuck no it's got to be good I don't know. Dude. like there's this you know yeah. a pearl of wisdom oh, from a 23 year old know. Dude, even like every day I'm looking for wisdom. You're you know? looking, you're still looking. I can say. Well, yeah. you know what? That is a good pearl of wisdom, Kyle. Always be looking for a pearl of wisdom. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, man. Try not, try not to know it all. 
Well, Ooh, I, think, I think there's one. Oh, yeah. You got one? You, you know got what? one? Let's have it. I think huh. so. I've heard I've heard this years ago. Okay. And uh my and my dad was giving me shit. Okay. It was like, you know what? Doesn't matter how you do the job as long as you get done. But well how it came down to is him saying <laughs> there's more than one way to skin a cat, but yeah. only one way to eat it. Meaning no matter how the hell you do the job, whether it be shitbox, bazooka, banjo, tube and applicator, doesn't matter. How you get it done? Yep, still gonna get it done at the end of the day. That's right. So, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, when when I was training Jack with Fresco, I never wanted to let him do it because I wanted it to look a certain way. And then finally, the busier we got, the busier I got selling product, doing other shit, I had to let go. You know, and as you get older, yeah. and you you might train people to work with you. People that train people understand there's a letting go point where you have to let go and they're not going to do it yeah. the way, the way that I want it done. He still doesn't do it the way I want it done. He's kind he's messier than me. I'm clean as fuck, Yeah, but like he's messy. That's fine. But all I care about is when I walk on after that job is sealed, that it looks good. That's all I give a shit. Like you, yeah. you know, to obviously try not to leave a huge mess when we're in people's homes and shit like that. But like, you know, I, I get, I get annoyed yeah. by that. But at the end of the day, man, if that, if that tape is getting on, if those butts and bands are getting ran cleanly, it looks good. And, uh, you know, the homeowner's happy, then that's a, that's a win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a very, very messy taper. I, it's disgusting. There's more mud sure. in the floors than there are walls. But okay. It's okay. It still looks that's pretty. Just, yeah, that's nice. just the way you roll with it, man. And and hey, you know what, Kyle, too? Uh, I appreciate your honesty, man. Um, you know, we're having fun here. I think, and also to our listeners, like this is, you know, and I've talked to Aaron. Aaron he's a good friend of mine with Columbia. And I've talked to Brad Hanna, owner of CSR. They're both great guys. And they value this feedback, you know, and even as a business owner and a product yeah. ma manufacturer, somebody has a bad experience with Fresco Harmony. I want to hear about it. Okay. Even though it's hard to yeah. take, it's valuable feedback, you know, for, for somebody that's, that's, you know, has an ultimate goal of running a good, running a good business and creating a good product. Like that is, that's paramount. You know, and I know those guys, and yeah, I know, you know I know that's that's important to them. You know, uh, constructive criticism is yeah. A lot of people may get offended by it, but at the end of the day, that's what really, like, that's what that's what makes you better, right? You got to be knocked down a couple times to realize, okay, this is what yeah. can be better. How can I do this? How can I do that? You know, get you you have to take a, a constructive criticism. There are so many things I've done wrong. And people told me, hey, do it this way, it might be better, or do it this way instead. And it's always turned out perfect. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's constructive criticism is it goes such a long way. You just gotta swallow your pride and put your feelings away and accept the fact that people are gonna say things. And um it's one of the best things. It's yeah. I yeah. like it a lot. I like well, getting I, some kind of constructive criticism. I like it. I dig yeah. it. And I dig that aspect about this interview. Um, Kyle Herbert, peerless taping, 23-year-old out of Crawford, Ontario, um, the honky-tonk taper and uh, slot box master. <laughs> Thanks for being on the Drywall Podcast. Man, uh, I appreciate it. It was, fun. it was fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm excited to hear my own voice on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, you sound okay. You sound all right. You know, we all think we sound weird, but yeah. we sound no we sound fine. Um, uh, you sound pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get. Uh, you know, we'll get you. A, we'll get you a a, a swag box a bucket from CSR. You know, I'll wrangle it, man. I'll talk to Brad over there. Um, uh, and I hope you have a good rest of your day, man. Hopefully you go get some, get something done, man. Me too. All right, all right, man. You have a, have a good, right. have a good day. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you, right. man. Later. Thanks. Special thanks to Kyle Herbert for being with us on the drywall podcast today. I enjoyed talking to you and I appreciate your time. 
The Drywall Podcast can be listened to every Friday with a new episode on your favorite platforms such as Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also YouTube. Shout out to Can-Am Tools for sponsoring the Drywall Podcast for the months of March and April. Industry-leading tools that help professionals around the world save time and money. Now, for the months of March and April, you can get your hands on these awesome tools at a discounted price. If you go to canamtools.com and enter promo code TDP15. The Drywall Podcast was also brought to you by Fresco Harmony, now available at www.csrbuilding.com. Guests of the Drywall Podcast will receive a sweet swag bucket donated by CSR as well. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Drywall Podcast. Stay tuned for Wolfgang Dombrowski next Friday. And remember, keep drywalling.